It's time to arise. It's time to be seen. It's time to be heard. It's time to be you. Welcome to Arise, the podcast. The go-to motivational podcast for female business owners who know that they are made for more. Every single week, you will get actionable steps and inspirational speeches that help you step into the best version of yourself. It's time to learn to stand up, learn to break through, learn to show up, and most importantly, learn how to step into your higher self every single day. And your host, Beck, I'm with you every step of the way. The world is waiting for you. It's time to arise. On today's podcast, I'm interviewing the beautiful Megan Rose. Now, Megan is an embodiment coach and she's really here to activate that feminine fire energy, unlock your authentic voice and really lead in with those goddess vibes. We all want more of that, don't we? Um, So she's here to kind of show that you can be in flow and be a goddess and show who you are. And that's exactly what we're talking about today. Now, mine and Megan's business journey and life journey has been pretty similar, actually. So it was really nice getting together and talking just about that. I really, really hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. You get to tap into your inner goddess because, quite frankly, you are one. And you can connect with Megan in the show notes over on Instagram. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the beautiful podcast. And it's time for another batch of interviews with the most epic empowering people that I know in business. So today I have the wonderful Megan with me and I can't wait to I can't wait to see where this interview goes. I'm really excited and um, we've been looking forward to catching up. So it might just be a catch up that you're listening to right now. But anyway, I will let her introduce herself and tell you a little bit about what she does and then we'll dive in. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so happy to be here. It's yeah, I think this is going to be a flowy conversation. So hi, everyone. I'm Megan. I'm a mindset and energy coach, really helping women to dial up that self love, like release those limiting beliefs and help them to share that message, that soul mission that they're here to share um, in a really big and powerful way. I think we all have these incredible purposes that we and offers that we have to give um and whether it's kind of societal pressures or old stories or old beliefs for some reason we tell ourselves we can't and I love to tell people women that they can yeah so I know we have a lot of synergy Becky (laughs) we do I literally was just about to say we we sing from the same hymn sheet that's for sure (laughs) What made you get into kind of the energy and and feeling that, you know, knowing that we have got that bigger purpose and wanting to do that for women? Mm, It was um, a journey. So I started out when I started in the coaching business, it was actually in wellness coaching and I had gone through this health and fitness transformation. But when I'd done that, it was... um, what I noticed was like my confidence, like the increase in confidence, the change in my mindset, my energy levels. And so I started there. I started with the fitness and health surface level. Um, 
and it just developed from there and I think in 2020 I like so many other people I went through such this transformation um and deep healing myself and it just kind of evolved and I think that's what happens I think people can get so caught up on oh my god what is my purpose I don't know what it is um and I just followed what I loved I followed what I enjoyed doing and over time and I think it was around May last year I was like I, I'm kind of not done with the fitness I still love health and well-being and I think that's a huge part but it was bigger than that it was like deeper and it was just uncovering those layers um, and it was something I struggled with for a really long time as well and I think that's what a lot of people tend to do is they find their own struggles and for a long time I didn't think I had a purpose I didn't really think I was special in any way um, I thought I was quite an average person and I wasn't you know oh who am I to do this um, and with through the work through that self-development and personal work it kind of transpired that we all have a purpose and we're all here to do something mm. um amazing so it just it evolved quite naturally actually yeah it's so nice when you have that evolution isn't it and not just you know we we will be talking about business and how you you know how you've evolved in your business as well but you know our business is like our arm it's part of us like it is part of us mm. and we have to evolve like we evolve, the business evolves as well, and really not um, not forcing it, but also not resisting it as well, which I know a lot of people do. And yeah, I think definitely. when, especially when you're kind of find your niche, know your niche, what's your niche? Like that's a very, it's a question that goes around, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And it's overwhelming sometimes. Mm. I think that was definitely the thing that blocked me for a long time yeah um was like you need to you need to be more specific niche down and obviously it does make sense um and I think you do get there but I was like oh my god like but there's so much I want to share I'm so passionate about so much where do I stop yeah um but um action creates clarity so you just have to like follow it and it will it will transpire it will come out (laughs) yeah I think I remember when I first started coaching I was like I, I want to speak to every woman about mindset like that was that was my niche (laughs) like just women and mindset the end and I remember being like you know Marie Forleo does it so you know she speaks about everyone everything to everyone and I kind of had that realization that I hang on Beck she's been in the industry for 10 years and built a name so now she can do that so let's give yourself a chance here um but yeah it was was it kind of you and we have similar stories with you moving abroad Mm. and kind of living life in different places did that have a real knock-on effect with you finding you and and what that looked like yeah I went to Thailand and found myself (laughs) no definitely (laughs) (laughs) um yeah like moving so yeah for anyone who doesn't know I moved to Thailand in September 2019 um I got married in Greece we've had been planning this and it kind of all just happened at the same time so in three weeks I quit my job flew to Greece to get married flew back to the UK five days later we were out in Thailand so it was a big big shift um a huge identity shift in so many ways I went from being employed to running my own business I went to from being like 
single or whatever to married if it was a wife um I went from being you know just an English person living in England to being a Falang which is what they call you in Thai uh. foreigner um you know it was all of this new identities and I was like oh my god like everything that I'd built up as my security blanket was just taken away mm. um and the other thing that happened when I went to Thailand was my husband was working as a tennis coach and I was you know starting my business more or less I'd had like one or two clients at this point um really didn't know what I was doing <laughs> to be honest Who does and, at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> um and I was I had all of this space like before that my work my you know my life had been so full I was doing the I was in three hours of commuting a day I had quite a busy job in London for a tech startup I was running this on the side I was planning my wedding all of the other stuff my life was crammed completely full um, and when I went to Thailand and I suddenly found myself having all this mental space plus the energy in Thailand for anyone who's been especially compared to the UK right now <laughs> is very light it's very open it's obviously like more eastern very different more spiritual and mm. uh, very slower paced way of living um, and that just kind of forced me into this space of slowing down and it forced me to I had a lot of old stories and a lot of beliefs coming up that I hadn't really dealt with for a very long time um I before I went I was like this is easy this is going to be great like I've got like all my beliefs I've got time I'm not going to have great content I'm going to be on the beach like who wouldn't want to look at my content right it's going to be easy um and then all of these other things came up like who the hell are you to be doing this like you you don't deserve to be here uh, you don't deserve to be living this life and for most of it's a shame really because now I look back I think I wasted quite a lot of the the year I spent in Thailand thinking I don't deserve it um which has led me even more deeper into this work of helping women realize that they're always deserving and worthy and um what really came up was like loving myself again which I hadn't expected obviously wow. Yeah, it's and I think that's that's when it's the most important is when you don't know it's about to arrive. <laughs> like you don't know you're about to work on it and then you're like, "Wow, where did that come from?" Mm. Um so that was my next question really was what kind of when you did start your business, what was the biggest limiting belief for you and you know what helped you get through that at that point? Yeah, I think there was a lot. Um, I went from being quite an independent person to like always having my own money, my own salary, always splitting half with my my husband, partner at the time, um, and went to more or less completely relying on him. I had like a little bit coming in. I mean, my rates back then were obviously you know we start there yeah. very very small I was trying to do like little fitness things for 25 pounds um I ended up doing uh PT sessions working tutoring I did like a photo shoot for somebody I got scrappy with money basically at the beginning yeah, yeah. um but yeah I wasn't contributing to our life I was relying heavily on my husband for things and I that was even times obviously he was more than happy to do so but there were times when if I didn't have cash on me I'd have to say oh I, I need some money for lunch and like that was a real big knock on my confidence mm. um and it was yeah it was this the, the deep belief that was coming up and I did a lot of work on this was that um I'm not I'm not worthy um 
I'm not worthy of having this like things are already so good I'm living in Thailand I'm living in this beautiful country like I've just got married I've got a great relationship um you know I was enjoying my life I could go to the beach whenever I wanted I was working very hard but I could I was in this beautiful place and I was just like oh my god I don't deserve this like this isn't I didn't create this I didn't do this it was my husband got us here it wasn't me um and it really it just knocks my confidence so much like so many tearful moments um crying literal crying on the floor yeah I hear you um, <laughs> in a ball <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and I always thought when people wrote that I was like oh, they really do really? that <laughs> no it happens <laughs> um so yeah I had to do a lot of work on on myself and just realizing like all the things I had to offer and I think that's where the, the healing came a lot of stuff came up for when I was younger as well and um, I just hadn't dealt with younger from like preteens right up until my 20s um so yeah I think that was like the deep one beneath it all was like I'm not worthy of it yeah I always say when I'm speaking to my clients about you know the um horcrux in Harry Potter like Mm -hmm. the deep darkest ones are always the ones that we have to keep like going for (laughs) until we explode Harry Potter reference (laughs) I'm like, yes. Sword. <laughs> yes we've got it um yeah but it is and and you know you peel back layers of onion and that might have even started of you being mm. you know sitting on the beach thinking oh I shouldn't really be on the beach and it ended up you feeling not good enough like it literally comes from a very surface level belief you know if we really look at it it's very surface level and it's like oh you know, I don't deserve for people to read my content when actually deep, 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 deep down in that Horcrux, it's, it's something that's, you know, needs work and you need to allow yourself to do that. What did you, Mm. what was kind of the best? And I know it's not a, it's not a one thing, but what was the thing that really helped you get through that? Oh, um, so I did a lot of investing last year and I had some amazing coaches and I think that's why I'm so and I know you're the same like so committed to this space because I think when you have a coach you can see the patterns and that's actually where the energy side came up she was my first call with her she was like you're talking a lot about energy and I was like oh you're right um so she really opened me up to seeing that um and she helped yeah obviously helped me do a lot of work on that a huge thing was um, I had a Reiki session, mm. um, which I'm a huge like advocate for. I try and do it quite regularly. And that was really shifting for me. Um, and then it was just, I think it was a personal level. I do a lot of journaling. You know, I love my morning yeah. routine. It's like yeah. my space to just set up my day. Um, and I was, it sounds really cliche. Like, I think people hear morning routine and they're like, oh God, yeah. not again. <laughs> um, but for me, it's that space to like, I set up my day in the morning and like I do it now. I, I, you know, I know you're the same early risers. I don't touch my, my phone doesn't come on until like 7 a.m. Um, and it gives me that space to like, right, how do I want to be today? Like, who am I going to be? How can I shift into that energy? And then that energy stays with me throughout the day. So it really is not just a cliche. I think it's such a, a powerful way to shift your life. Yeah. So if you start each day intentionally um, and just keep showing up, like even when I was like 
this you know why isn't this working yet why haven't I done it yet oh my god no one's going to listen to me no one's going to read this like whatever that thing was and that actually when I did my reflection on at the end of last year a couple of weeks ago um I was just I'm really proud of myself to keep that I kept going like and I still keep going you know yes it's not it's never over you just keep showing up um and that's what separates the people who make it in whatever way that looks like for you Mm. um and the people that don't it's just keep showing up and there's people that need what you have to say they need to hear it and when you break down those barriers and you actually share what you're fully lit up about that you're fully excited about that really means something that's when that will be felt and that will be heard and people can really see it can't they you know I've just just kind of made a shift in my not my I mean it's not my niche my niche it will always stay the same well it might it might not who knows um but you know just kind of adding bits in that I know I've been doing since October um but Mm. you know I've been doing it with my one-to-ones but I haven't actually said it out loud and you know, even this week, people have been messaging me and being like, oh my God, girl, where has this energy come from? But it's purely because like I stood and said, hey, like this is what I'm doing now. I'm aligning with what feels good for me. And that's what's, you know, I still like, I brand myself the female confidence coach. I still work on my confidence, everyone. Hello. <laughs> like It's still an it's ongoing process. Work. Yeah, it's <laughs> constant. Um, But I think it's just so nice when you find that you know your superpower that's what I say so Mm -hmm. like you find that superpower and you really play from that and you know what if it takes you two years to find it keep searching just keep searching because you never know do you You yeah I think you shared that that post before when it's like the gold digger story and he's like digging for gold and it's like just on the other side and he gives up um and I read this in a book the other day it's like you're never going to know when you've just past that tipping point because you're going to pass that tipping point but the your reality isn't going to catch up straight away so you could have already passed that tipping point you just need to keep going and those Mm. the your reality will catch up yeah I really like that you know because there's been you know I look back now and even when I reflected at the end of 2020 and um, it was quite funny, actually, because, you know, the more you grow, the more you invest back in the business and you're actually, you know, you're actually living with the same amount of cash as you was the year before, but purely because you're investing more. And um, like me and Dan were laughing and I was like, look, we're turning up to New Year with a bottle of champagne. We're not doing too bad. <laughs> like, come on. now. <laughs> but it was that realization that I was like, yes, I do still have the same money as I had when I when I started in the bank, but actually in investments in my VA, in my YouTube, you know, in lots of different places, podcasts, all of the people that I have to help me, that's going back into the business. So actually really reflecting on where your reality is, because shiny object syndrome, you know, we we get Mm. to where we wanted to be a year ago, and we never go, hey, well done. (laughs) We're like, nope, next, aren't we? So it's good. It's so good to reflect on that. Yeah, and that in a growth and the shifts that you've like you just said there, like all of these, you're putting stuff back out into the world. You're like helping other people. You're investing in other people. You're investing in your own growth. Like, and you you've got to believe that this is all gonna in this industry. Like, this is all gonna come back. It's just a transference of belief. Yes, in, in yourself. And I think that's what I always think when I invest in something. It's like, how much do I believe in myself that I'm gonna make this work? Mm. And yeah, every time your investments get higher and you're like, yeah, I believe yeah. bigger. 
And I still poo my pants with every investment I make. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I still get off the phone and go, oh, like feel awful or like I shouldn't have done it or whatever that yeah. looks like. And then you start to realize actually what that investment could be or make you or let you do. And, you know, that's way bigger than staying stuck and staying where you are, isn't it? Oh my God, so much. It's all the journey. I think it's people can get too caught up in thinking, right, when I'm here, when I'm the multi six figure coach or 10K a month coach, then everything's going to be okay. And I just need to work to that and then it's going to be okay. Mm. But if you can just find your fun and flow and joy and pleasure in the journey and realize that like you can have that now and you can still work towards something else, it doesn't mean you have to be like, you can be happy with what you have now and still want more. Yeah, exactly. And when you get that 10k month, I don't know. I don't even know why that's a thing. Who made that up? <laughs> like, I don't know. Who put that there? Not sure. <laughs> who made who made us believe that as coaches we have to have a seven-figure business? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um I think when you do get there, it's you you're so, you know, on to the next anyway, just like we said that you don't ever in get that thing and and I have it up on my vision board you know I have I do have a financial goal that I want to hit at the end of the year but I made sure I knew why I wanted to hit that Mm. you know I made sure that okay well if I'm making that amount of money how many team members do I want what am I spending on myself do I want my nails done every three weeks do I want a massage every three weeks and I literally broke it down to to be like okay universe this is what I want to make and this is what I want to do with it so I had a purpose in why I wanted to make that yeah I love that specifics of that you must you're a specific manifester (laughs) well (laughs) I'll tell you a story I've not actually told this like online yet but um see I I have a love-hate relationship with the universe and um but basically all it is is my ego like for a very long time was just like this is bullshit I don't believe it like you know whatever you know like when people are like I manifested this water bottle and I'm like no you didn't you went and bought it from a shop that's how my brain used to work right so um this one day I remember it was it was not so long ago I sat down on my bed and I was like right universe I've got a test for you because I know that you're there and I know that you're working for me but I need to I need to believe it I need to really really believe it so I was like I want you to send me a sign and I'd done this before and you know like when you get like random signs that that you see every like send me a cow you see cows everywhere so like it's not you know it was I wanted something really random and I was like I want you to send me a blue panda don't tell me where it came from (laughs) don't tell me why I asked for it but yeah I was like a blue panda and I was like and if I see a blue panda then I believe I'll believe it I'll be with you every step of the way so that was a Thursday. Anyway, Sunday came around and um, me and Dan were just sitting watching the TV. And um, Dan was like, oh, what do you want to watch? And I was like, oh, shove Top Gear on. I really like Top Gear and there's never anything to watch in Australia ever. So we we'll just <laughs> binge Netflix and whatever else. So we put Top Gear on and um, James May like walked onto the TV first shot of the thing. And he was like, OK, everyone, like my car for my car for this week um, is a panda. And I was like, hang on. <laughs> I was like, hang on a minute. And it was completely black. Like the whole scene was completely black. And I turned to Dan and I was like, I shit you not. If this car is blue, I'm going to fall over. Like I will fall <laughs> over. <laughs> anyway, 
Sunbeam comes up, out is this blue panda. And I was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) And I've told a few people, but like Dan was like, it's a coincidence. It's just a coincidence. I was like, is it? Is it really a coincidence? Um, But for me, you know, that meant that actually I tried to ask for a sign of a blue panda. And in my mind, I thought it was going to be a teddy. So I asked like what I could see was a teddy blue panda. And the universe gave me a blue panda. It wasn't necessarily what I'd asked for or thought I was going to get. What you'd imagined, yeah. Exactly. You got what you wanted. Exactly. So that for me. I almost felt like the universe went, ha, fuck you. Like we're giving you a blue panda. <laughs> like, you're going to get one anyway. It doesn't have to be a teddy. So I, from now on, I really truly believe that the universe has mm. my back. That was my test. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I did the same thing when I read the universe has your back. I think it was about three years ago. And she has, Gabrielle Bernstein has a story in it about asking for a sign. And I was like, well, I'm not going to ask for something that I'm going to see. And at the time, this was not, I didn't think it was very common. I think it's quite common now. It's like, I want to see a flamingo. Like, I'm never going to see a flamingo in the UK, like on my way to London every day. Um, And a couple of days later, I was like, God, see, I haven't seen a flamingo. This is ridiculous. And then I was scrolling through Instagram and a paper chase advert came on Instagram with a flamingo on like the advert. Um, and then I walked into next like at that weekend and there was a picture with flamingos so I bought it (laughs) now I was like flamingos are my sign (laughs) yeah I love that I can't have a blue panda as my sign really but I mean it's on my vision board like I got the car that was on top gear for that that week I printed it off to remind me that the universe sent me what I love it um but yeah so that's my that's but I think go we digress but I really enjoy telling that story um but yeah when you when you kind of want those when you're in the business and you're getting wrapped up in comparisonitis which happens you know a lot and we have to we do have to deal with that because it's part of you know part and parcel um and it's going to happen but you stop the triggers and you do all the work on that Mm. um and when you're kind of looking at other people who are reaching six figures, seven figures, nine figures, whatever it looks like now, you know, ask yourself, you know, are you, is it in keeping with what you want? Like, do you need to have a seven figure business or would life be good if you were making 8k, you know, would it, would you be okay? (laughs) So yeah, I think that was, that's a big, that was a big thing for me to get really clear on that. Um, yeah. Before we run out of time, um, I want to speak more into the old feminine energy because you are the goddess. <laughs> I am the visibility queen. You are the goddess queen. <laughs> um, but, and, you know, for me, feminine energy is something that I push away and push away and push away. And I'm finally giving in. I am. I'm breaking down that wall. Um, but I would love to know what you do and what, like, what sort of practices do you love to do to tap into that? Mm, yeah and I was the same like before I went to Thailand I was very much in my masculine I was like I said I was busy 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 I was pushing 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 um I'd kind of built this persona of being like the assertive one at work like you know which isn't a bad thing at all and I still like my assertive side and also masculine energy at all is not bad like we still we definitely need masculine 
but I think that we are brought up especially if you have been in corporate before or working or whatever even in the world we're kind of brought up in this masculine world right like most is changing now but most companies have like old white men on the board and like there's still not enough female leaders out there and it's still very much like you have to push and force and it's just exhausting I just um (laughs) think it's like the feminine energy used to be um celebrated Mm. and like years and years ago and it it changed it changed a lot um and I think there's magic in it so yeah moving to Thailand like I said obviously taught me to slow down and um I didn't really know about goddess energy and it came to me around May like I just had this I didn't really know too much about like the archetypes and like all of these things and I was like goddess just speaks to me like that just feels really good I love Greece like this just feels like a nice like she's powerful but she's not too like lofty I just like that energy um so in Thailand like I used to do like a lot of weights and stuff in the gym which I still really enjoy and like it doesn't really matter but in Thailand I got into a lot of yoga and flow and um I find that's a really great way yoga to activate the feminine energy because it is more flowing um but yoga um yoga feminine energy just to kind of clarify is like that creative energy it's your intuition if you think of your like sacral chakra, which is just below your belly button, that like deep orange color, it's the, that's where we, you know, it's our creativity, it's our sensuality, our sexuality. Um, yeah, that intuition, that um, almost like the power, like we have, we are, we're as women, female energy is like, you're born to create, right? Whether it's babies or whatever else, creation, those ideas in your head come from your feminine um, and that's so powerful like how amazing is that that we can create in our head whatever we want and then we can drive that forward with masculine and when I started uh, my business and I was kind of I used to be really creative as a child and I realized when I was getting back into doing my own thing um, that I lost my creative muscle it was almost like I'd lost this how to use it Um, And I felt really, really blocked. And I noticed that quite early on. I was like, okay, well, the way that I've been working and living my life has kind of doled down this part of me that should be very natural. We're all, everyone's creator, men and women, and whatever else you might identify with. We all are creators. Um, uh, And we all have intuition as well. It's it's no one's, no one has it more. We all have access to it. Mm. Um, It's completely natural. Um. And I just found that when I was like creating in this space and learning to flow more, I just became more magnetic with my energy. And I'm sure you might, it's like you were saying, like the stuff you're talking about at the moment, like this new, well, not new, this thing that you've been doing behind the scenes. And then you suddenly started talking about it and people are saying, oh my God, like your energy, like people feel that. Mm. Um, So this is why I have my morning routine. First of all, Um, I create space in my day. I think if you wake up for me personally, if I wake up and I check my phone straight away, or I'm checking the news or, you know, going onto social media or emails or whatever it is, you're instantly in reactive mode. You're instantly just reacting to whatever's going on around you. You're not checking in with yourself. And, And even when I was doing like my wellbeing and health stuff, like this was really important to me. Um, so I create that space in my day. Like this morning, I woke up, I did, meditated, I did um, an air yoga, which was 
lots of handstands that was hard <laughs> i feel sorry for my neighbors below <laughs> thumping down um and i journal and it's just like it i don't have a set thing i won't say right for 10 minutes i'm going to do this and then for 20 minutes i'm going to do that and then i'm going to do that i might say i'm going to read for 10 minutes and i'll end up doing it for 20 and i just allow myself like two hours mm -hmm. it, it might be it doesn't have to be two hours that feels good for me um to just be <clears throat> to just sit in that being energy um and receiving as well so if we're always like pushing out um and trying to do and force we're not allowing anything to receive and come in so um a really simple way to just access your feminine energy in a couple of minutes is just to sit quietly take a few deep breaths and just receive everything that's around you and include all your senses so mm. if you're sitting down listen to this you can just close your eyes and imagine like receiving the chair beneath you is receiving your weight and just receive that support the sounds of our voices any other sounds around you any light or things that you're seeing if you close your eyes any lights that you see any um, textures from your clothes just receive that and that is just going to really instantly switch you into receiving mode and I find that really powerful um, to just access it because very um, very little in our day do we just Sit <laughs> yeah 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 I really really appreciate hearing that and I think it's something that is definitely I do have a morning routine but I'll tell you I won't I won't lie the first thing I do is check my phone uh, <laughs> I don't lie but it's something that I want to put in place and you know I've noticed this week because I've had so many client calls in the morning I find it hard because I have a lot of clients everywhere so I have to you know mm. it is part of my business that I have to fit people in a.m. p.m. Um, so I've blocked that time out in my diary now but actually just being and I've done it today actually I did a two-hour um, breath work session which for me mm. to take two hours out of the day is like a big ask and I resisted it like hell I wrote a message of cancellation about four times <laughs> like before I got there and I was like no no we are doing it and and actually like a, a very weird I had like a very weird experience where I thought in my mind that I'd actually stopped breathing but I was okay like I was just very still. And when I came out of the session, I was like, oh, I felt like I, I stopped breathing for quite a long time there. Like, did I? And she was like, you were literally the whole way through. And I was like, what? Wow. So I really had that space. And I think from you saying that resistance energy, which I know a lot of people have in this industry because you're you're like, what else do I need to do? How do I sign mm. clients? Where's my next client coming in? Like, it's very much that energy that we that we drive from mm -hmm. at the beginning. And I definitely did. So kind of taking heed on that. Yeah, <laughs> taking heed on that. And yeah, I still do sometimes, um, you know, taking heed on that and making sure that we are coming from that space is just so, so wonderful. Mm. If you, mm. what do you do? Last question. What do you do for we have to talk about confidence don't we confidence yeah, of kind of visibility and being being yourself online which has been a big message that I'm driving home on at the moment you know we don't have to do what the, the next person's doing we don't have to be mm. on a podcast a real TikTok Instagram stories Facebook lives we don't have to be doing all those things if you don't want to and what was your what's your practice or what do you kind of think about when it, when it does come to that confidence piece and showing up as yourself? 
Yeah. Um, a side note as well, we didn't talk about breath work, which I love as well. And I forgot that we both love that. <laughs> it's incredible to access and get into um, a state of flow as well. But yes. confidence and visibility. Um, yeah, you can. I definitely felt like I had to do all of the things and then I would resist it. I, I get a lot of resistance if I don't um, feel excited about something. I'm a generator in human design, so I need to feel <laughs> very excited. Yeah. Um, and that for me, it's, it's meditation. Like I'm, I absolutely adore my meditation practice. Um, it's the longest standing self personal development um, practice that I've had. It was the very first thing I started with about three or four years ago. Wow. Um, not as routinely as it is now. Um, but I noticed the effects of that hugely um, when I was still a crazy busy lady in London. Um, so now for example, I'm, I was, I don't know when this will go out, but I was running a, a little experience, like a challenge, but I called it an experience in my Facebook group. And normally when I've done lives before, I would like write everything down and I practice over and over again and I'd be stressing and worried and nervous. Um, and this time at the weekend, I was like, I feel like I should be nervous, but I'm not. And I'm just going to sit with that. I'm just going to surrender to it. Um, and I meditated before each session um I had like a, I I actually <laughs> I actually put some fun music on I would dance around I'd kind of say it out loud and say like right this is what I'd like to talk about jot a few notes just to remind myself some movement is like really good for me like and I know you've yeah. said this it's like yeah. if you're hunched over a computer when like your mouth is downturned and you're frowning because you're concentrating like that's not a confident energy. If you're talking on your phone or for like a live and you're looking down at your phone, that's not confident energy. Like stand up tall, like embody that energy. Think about a time when you, this is what I do. I think of, I meditate and I embody that energy. I like allow my vibration to lift. I think about what I want to achieve. And then I imagine that's done, mm. embody it, show up. That was yes. the short answer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that that visualization and definitely dancing, you know, when I was, this was my very first launch of, of confidence when I did confidence queen before visibility queen. And I had no clue what I was doing. Let's be honest. On your first launch, you're like, <laughs> just go running full, full guns a blazing. But you know, the, the song confident by Demi Lovato was like the song that I used every single time before the live, I would dance and dance and dance to that. And it's just crazy how much you can shift your energy so quickly with music, isn't it? Yeah. And dancing is a great way to access feminine energy it as is. well. Yes. So I, you're doing which is more than weird. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you, you're catching me out here. Yeah, I was, I was actually saying that today because I did some like in the breathwork workshop, it was we had to do the whole spiritual dancey type thing, which I find really hard to do because of being a professional dancer so I feel like I need to be like pas de bore, double pirouette like do you know what I mean <laughs> which is not what we're doing this for um so actually just but you know what you know what really helps me is closing my eyes because I just mm -hmm. I go in rather than mm. you know and I was in the house on my own the blinds were closed Finley was asleep like even the dog wasn't watching me no one was watching me but I still felt like I had to close my eyes to really embrace what I was doing yeah 
get yeah. some music on guys have a have a dance around your house it's powerful I do if I feel stressed now and I <laughs> I have like a silent disco so I've got my earphones in and I'm in the the lounge like if I'm feeling stressed and I'll put the music on and have a dance I'm like oh my god if my husband came in now what is he gonna think <laughs> like I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> dancing hands in the air um but it's it's amazing to shift energy and it can feel sometimes if, especially if you're in that low mood it can feel mm. like the last thing that you want to do and just choose like do you want to stay in that low mood or do you want to shift it and as yeah. soon as you start moving you're going to get into it by the end of that song you'll be you're twerking in. all over the exactly. place exactly <laughs> <laughs> i want some twerking videos sent after this podcast is released please God, <laughs> But yeah, you know, that's such a great point to finish on is you get to choose, you know, you get to choose mm. whether you stay stuck, whether you stay with those limiting beliefs, whether you stay not feeling confident or feeling confident, you get to choose that. And I think we, I think more people are harnessing that now, especially after COVID, I think is because mm. it's been hard you know, on a lot of people and mental health. And I think a lot of people are embracing the fact that they, although feel out of control with that, they are in control of things in their own house or, you know, with their mind. So Mm -hmm. yeah, you really get to choose. Is there something that you want to leave us with a word of wisdom or? Um, Just know that like you, like you're the same as anyone else that you see, anyone else that you're looking at who is uh, probably has everything you think you want they have the exact same beliefs sometimes as you do they have the same worries and doubts they just show up anyway and just knowing that that is completely possible for you as well and I think yeah you can access it you have limited and unlimited potential yes show up anyway it is a very Mm. good reminder so where can people find you where can they follow you anywhere Let, let us know Yes, um, the Instagram is probably the best place, which is Megan underscore Rose underscore coaching. Um, and then, yeah, anything else can yeah. come up from that. <laughs> yeah, and anything anything that you need, we'll put in the show notes anyway. So if you do want to jump over and say hello or tell us that you're dancing in your kitchen right now, then let us know. <laughs> yeah. You have to share a video and, and uh, tag us in it. <laughs> Maybe we'll do like a collaboration challenge. Oh my God, this is exciting. (laughs) Stay tuned, guys. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. I could have gone on for like another two hours, but we have schedules to stick by and the flow too. Um, (laughs) So thank you for coming on. um, And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and I'll see you next week. Your love and support means the world to me. So if you have enjoyed this podcast episode today, please share, review and rate the podcast. Those tiny little acts of kindness go such a long way for the podcast and always allows more amazing women to hear it. If we're not connected, head over to the show notes and you can come and join in the community. I'd love to see you there.